0: Hey everybody, Mike Brancatelli here, this is Mike Adelic, it's a short solo announcement podcast episode.
1: The announcement is, Mike Adelic has come to an end, and I feel great about it. Something new will emerge and be birthed from this ending, but I think it's long overdue. I've been away for a little while. I haven't recorded or put out an
0: episode in about four months. I think that's the longest time that I've, I've ever gone without putting up a, a podcast episode. When I lived in Peru, I'm pretty sure maybe that was three... It uh, might have been about the same time as well. But then I came back with all the episodes I recorded in the jungle. Before I get into what's been going on, why the show's coming to an end and what I see as the future potentially being. I just want to thank all of you, every single one of you. All of you that tuned in and then maybe tuned out and then tuned back in or yeah, er, anybody who listens to this show, anybody who has listened to this show and got something out of it. Uh, thank you. And for the people who have really loved it and left ratings and reviews and said just the most heartwarming, inspiring things, it's a large part to all the people that have donated on Patreon and all the people who have left ratings and reviews have been the ones that have kept me going throughout the years. There's been
1: times that I've wanted to End the show, and uh, some of those instances
0: were correct in what I was feeling, and in a way, I sort of postponed it because I had associated this show with my identity, or at least a part of my identity, a large part of my identity, and I wasn't ready to let it go. I wasn't ready to let that part of my identity go, and you know, in the line of work that that I'm in, it's it's uh.
1: You know, we we say that when you are able to let something go that is no longer serving you, you
0: then create space for something new and nourishing that serves who you are now and where you're going now. And that's how I feel. I feel that there was a point in time, I would say, right before the pandemic happened where I took a break from the show, I, I even announced
1: it. And uh, then the whole thing happened, and I, and I just was like, oh, okay, well, I can't go
0: anywhere, so this is the perfect time to podcast. And then we were doing Isolation Tank, which was a live streaming show with like maybe 20 different people, a uh, poor group of myself, Michael Phillip from Third Eye Drops, Jen Sodini. From Radio Menti and uh, I almost said Above and Beyond. <laughs> that's a, that was a group I, I used to like. Uh, they pro, I wonder if they still put out music. Evolve and Ascend, of course, Jennifer Sodini and uh, the Ungoogleable Michelangelo, Colin Frangicetto, uh, Sophia Rocklin, Jeremy Johnson. Really great group of people. It was so healing to to have that. In my life, and and to do that, and uh, had some great podcasts with East Forest, Mich- Michelle Jenicki and around that time, and I really felt okay, okay, like this is this is the time now to keep podcasting and, and and continue with it, and so I came off the break, but something just didn't feel right around that time. It just didn't feel that the energetic container that is mycadelic, the the
1: sigil. Imbued with a particular kind of magic that mycadelic is, I, f- I feel
0: the need to release that, to re- release myself from that, to release that
1: from the internet sphere. And uh, my website is off, down. And uh, something else feels like it's calling me there's there's a call and I'm not quite sure exactly what it is and
0: I'm not going to try and force it. So the last four months I've just been sort of working
1: with myself in a way where I feel okay moving forward and and not attaching to mycadelic as a large
0: part of my identity anymore really uh stepping into more men's work masculine alchemy with sacred sons with tribe of brothers uh in Denver in Col- in different parts of Colorado and everywhere else and that has been so soul nourishing and fulfilling and such a huge part of my life now and also Medicine work and one-on-one with people, and in ceremonial and group settings, it's
1: uh, it's really been uh, really phenomenal. And I also will always have uh, an inquisitive mind, a a feeling that I can do
0: some service in the world by sharing the truth of my emotional, spiritual, mental experience, my soul experience,
1: as, as honestly as possible, in the hope that someone listening,
0: it will strike a chord, it will resonate, it will vibrate, it will. there will be a connection there. We're not alone. Hey, we're not alone. I'm feeling these things, I'm thinking these things, and I'm, and I'm going to put them out there. So that, that's a, that's, that I feel, is a, a call as well.
1: And I don't know if that call necessarily means that it is a podcast,
0: but some form of communication, some form of media communication, right? So maybe it's just a YouTube channel. Maybe it's video essays. Maybe it's... TikTok clips. I don't know. I'm not sure. I want to know what you think. The purpose of this episode is to invite eight listeners to come on the show individually, one at a time, and just mind jam and soul
1: storm about what kind of bridge can we build and then what lies on the other side of that bridge and what the, what i mean by that is we're in a
0: phase right now of great transition in the world in myself
1: in the podcast as above so below as within so without and so i want to invite eight listeners I'll select the eight, and I want you to tell me
0: and to talk with me and to ask me questions and for me to ask you questions regarding what is important to talk about now. What is most alive and present in your life, in the lives of people you know? What do you see that's
1: not being talked about? What do you see that's, that's not out there? I'm calling on eight people to help build the bridge to the other side of whatever comes next. What is it? What is it about this show that made you want to tune in? That made you want to drop in? What's about, what is it about this show that made you not want to stick around? I, I've definitely learned a whole lot the
0: last six years doing Mike Delick. More than
1: any other endeavor or project, I, I really rode this one out. I don't think I could say that I didn't give it my all because I gave
0: it the all that I had at the time, even though it wasn't the most of my capacity. So I would say that I didn't show up to the highest level of my capacity and unload all of my potential to be manifest into
1: this show. There was a point in time where I lost passion for it. And I kind of just felt like I was going through the motions, and you know there would be
0: an occasional good podcast and a good connection every now and then. And I'm proud of a lot of the shows I've I've done. I'm really proud of the fact that I got to talk to a lot of people that have inspired me, that I've considered to be heroes of mine. I'm proud of the fact that I got to speak truthfully in the tone and in the manner. And in the jargon and the way in which I do, and have
1: that be received, and and that you guys have got something out of it, I've got something out of it,
0: and I know the areas where you know I the areas where I need improvement, the areas where
1: I didn't really do the most that I could, and so I'm looking for. The next thing that wants to be birthed, what wants to
0: come alive in this time right now? What do we need to make sure that there is really good, healthy, nutritious,
1: rich soil, really, really alkaline, beautiful, amazing, healthy water, clear, crisp water? pristine seeds beautiful immaculate sun radiant sun what needs to be planted in the garden what needs to be planted in the garden for us you know what what work do we need to do what do we need to find out what do we need to learn so i want to i want to figure that out with eight of you and eight horizontally is infinity. So we are going to eight it up and then turn and take off to infinity. Best way to get in touch with me is
0: mycadelicpod at gmail.com. It'll be in the show description. I am no longer really on Instagram, and when I say I'm no longer really on Instagram, what I mean is I check it
1: maybe once a week, maybe... maybe twice a week, typically from my desktop, because it's no longer on my phone.
0: I felt that I needed to sort of clean house a little bit and get rid of some distractions.
1: So around uh, December. I went and and did that. And there's still more to go. There's still more to go. I'm very much interested in
0: how can I fully show up in a way that
1: that utilizes all the ways that I can help serve, that I can help be of service.
0: I think a lot of times throughout the years, I've been a little bit egotistical
1: and narcissistic at times and self-centered because I thought I knew something. I thought I knew and, oh, look, I have an
0: inspiration
1: of mine on the show. And, uh, wow, that's just a surrogate projection. I want, uh, I want daddy's approval, you know? Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm doing a good job. Tell me I'm smart. Tell me you're proud of me. And mean it. And there's a lot to unpack there, and I think that I'm really grateful, you know, that, that I'm in this line of
0: work where a lot of things come to the surface. and. Uh, have the opportunity to, to work that out with a bunch of men supporting, listening
1: as empathetic witnesses, watching each other's oak tree be birthed out of the, the seed. So I'm very much interested in how I could show up to my, my fullest capacity and give my all. In what arena? In
0: what area? What does it look like? What are we talking about? Why am I talking? This is something that I, I've really been sitting with a lot. Really since actually I had an interview with Charles Eisenstein where I basically said to him, like, I really don't even know what to say next because I don't really
1: want to know anything. In order, I really had to be very present and not put on the facade of oh wow cool i get to talk to somebody that i really admire and really try to
0: yeah just gain some kind of approval or look smart or look you know develop a friendship you know it's this this uh, interesting dynamic where i'm looking outside of myself, and I never considered that I—I never thought that. I always thought I was just doing my own thing, and but there was an undercurrent of that, a little bit.
1: And there was an undercurrent of me, yeah, being being a little militant at times. Uh, those are the the blind spots that I couldn't see, and a lot of the work that I
0: d- I do with men's work is, you know. I appreciate it when somebody calls me in, and, and invites me in and says, "Hey, I'm noticing something.
1: Do you notice it? No, I didn't notice it. Thank you." And I can consider it. I can think about. We all we have a
0: choice how we choose to operate. But I really, really, really think that the, one of the best ways that we can engage with each other on this path of of opening up and awakening and expanding our consciousness, expanding ourselves, trying to better ourselves, whatever that means to you, that we have people who don't allow us to walk all over them and just yes, yes us, but people who challenge us and challenge us in a way that says,
1: hey, I see something here. I see something here. And I'm going to call bullshit on it. And I'm doing that for your benefit so that you can rise above it. So you can see the thing that you keep tripping over. You know, it's a, we're walking in a forest
0: at night and keep tripping over things and sticks and leaves and rocks. And
1: like, hey, I got a flashlight. Oh, amazing. Yeah, watch out for that. Okay, cool. Keep walking the path. Oh, look out right there. There's a, looks like a shrub. A shrub, shrub. Other shrubs in the forest? Wow, there's a well-manicured bonsai tree in this uh, Oregon forest. I think that
0: would freak me out a little bit if there was just a, a really well-groomed shrub or bush that you would see in, in front of like a McMansion. But we're just, you know, Ramdas, man. We're just walking each other home. Sometimes we're walking home barefoot. Sometimes we're walking home in the dark without a flashlight. Sometimes we're walking home on a beautiful sunny day, birds chirping and not a cloud in the sky, light dust of rain, just enough for a bright rainbow. Like sometimes it's just the most magical walk together home. And sometimes not so much, but we're still walking each other. We're still doing that. So I'd, I'd love for eight of you to join me in walking home by building a bridge wherever home is that
1: we decide it is. Where do we need to come home to? What's really important? Why am I talking? Why am I talking? You know, I, th- this came up with a friend recently where we
0: had a really interesting conversation for a podcast. And I was like, you know, that was a good conversation. And we talked about a lot of interesting things. And there were some funny moments. And
1: I think we're capable of something higher. Like, this is good. But why? Why am I here? Why are you here? Why are we here? Am I here to talk about how much
0: the government sucks or corporations screw us or the big bang? Like, am I here to just compl- like complain about that? Am I, am I here to talk about how I get sad sometimes? Am I here to talk about cool trips that I've had? Am I here to talk about Unpacking healing experiences? What, why am I here? And why am I talking? I could talk about all those things. I could talk about salt lamps, candles. I could, t- I could tell you interesting things about coolers.
1: Would that is that going to serve the most amount of people and myself in... in, in the highest way. I don't think so. I think that there's something else. Why am I talking? Why? Why do I speak? I could come on and I could speak about, you know, with, with my last guest, healing culture and... Uh,
0: narcissistic, quote-unquote, gurus and and that kind of stuff. And that's
1: interesting. That's interesting. I could talk about that stuff. But is there something else? Is there another reason why my particular subjective consciousness that exists in Mike Brancatelli is here? Am I here to... Have really fascinating guests on the show and just ask them questions. Am I here to invite, you know, five, six people
0: and record a sort of mind jam show together where we all just participate and, and kind of brainstorm, soul storm on,
1: on things? Maybe that's it. I don't know. I do know when I feel it. I feel
0: it. And it's not, there's different kinds of feeling. There's some kind of like intellectual gratification that comes with having a really good conversation.
1: There's another feeling that arises when it's like, oh, wow, we really, we really went to some places. We really slowed things down for a little bit and investigated. Even thinking about that now, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I, I am talking a little bit slower. Some of the podcasts I release, I'm just talking so fast. Who says that we have to move at a certain speed? Does the psychometric data say that? Psychographic data? Do the algorithms? Say that? I don't know. What, what is going to serve us human beings living in this construct of modernity that we are playing a part in? If I take a pause on the show for 30, 40 seconds, is that too long? Or are people going to leave the show? I don't believe so. I don't believe if what we're offering is so powerful. And I say we because it's not me. It's just not me. I enjoy pauses. i'm thinking i'm feeling yeah we've uh, we've gotten ourselves into quite a predicament in this day and age where we uh, march in lockstep to the tick-tock of the master clock always Always have to be somewhere, always wasn't somewhere long enough. It's an artificial construct. We live in so many artificial constructs, and sometimes it's really difficult for me. And I really, really sit with it. You know, where is this coming from? And I think, you know, the most appropriate response is that it's coming from the lack of acceptance on my part to understand that, you know, we live in a zoo. We're domesticated. We're pets. We're, for lack of a better term, slaves. Not the worst kind especially if you are average, middle-class American, not the worst kind of slavery. Not the worst kind. However, that's nothing to eschew based upon the fact that it's not the worst. There's a whole lot of suffering that comes along with this you know,
0: modern... Civilization that is spreading like cancer over the planet. And it's
1: okay. This is what we're doing. This is what's happening. I've really been wrestling with this. I thought about
0: uh, the school shooting that happened in Texas a couple months ago.
1: 19 children were brutally murdered. Again. And it's not okay. Like we all know, well, duh. Yeah, of course it's not okay. But it's really not okay. And I thought to myself, well, what kind of society do we live in that we just go on anyway? We, we go on, we continue the program, back to the show. What kind of society produces this sick, twisted symptom? One that has a really rotten core that isn't getting looked at. Enough. So I was really wrestling with doing the sort of things that I do in my life for money, for whatever,
0: going to the supermarket or doing this or doing that and just being like, this is,
1: we have a, a problem in our society. We are are the most connected that we've ever been
0: and also the most disconnected, the most isolated, suffering, depression, suicide, murders, gun violence, school shootings,
1: mass shootings, heart disease, diabetes, overweight, starving, homeless. Archaic, obsolete, ridiculous laws. War on drugs. Why is that still?
0: It's so. It's been very, very difficult for me. I feel like uh, I've always felt like an alien on this planet. Uh, just really scratching my head, like, wow, this is really crazy. Like these people are for real. Like this is like people. You you take this seriously. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, you, you use violence and force and intimidation to get your way, and you I mean, that's very, wow, so self-serving. It doesn't really make sense. I don't really understand how you could be truly happy that way. So it always seemed odd to me. That's, that's sort of beyond psychedelics, beyond anything else that I've ever talked about on the show. Really, the, the core of everything has been industrial, technological,
1: society, and quote-unquote progress. And why? What are we doing this for? What are we sacrificing our most valuable, finite resource, which is time, not the abstract TikTok clock time, time, real time, the time that we will never, ever get back.
0: There's a book that I've referenced on the show a couple of times, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. It was uh, done by, I believe... um, a woman in the medical field, maybe in the hospice care field, who interviewed, I think, like 10,000 elderly people who were dying and came up with the average, most common answers as the top five regrets of the dying. And considering that Mike Delic is dying or dead, maybe it's time to talk about it. The top five regrets of the dying are Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a
1: life true to myself, not the, lo- the life others expected of me. Right? Spend your time. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: Spend your most valuable resource that you can't get
1: back. Spend that the way that you want to spend it. Cast your energetic vote with
0: your most precious resource, time, in the area
1: that is living true to yourself, not sacrificing and spending your time living a life for someone else or some abstract expectation, some projection of an expectation. Two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard,
0: right? Working hard, missing the kids' games, not home for dinner, Uh, can't do the vacation, got to go into the office, whatever it is, right? We've all seen the movies and the shows and how it shows up in our lives. Yeah, I wish I wouldn't work so hard. People work hard. We... Doesn't make any sense. We're tool makers. We invent tools to help us with the tasks so that we could spend
1: more time in leisure activities. Yet nowadays, people are working more than ever before. You would think that we would be working less so that we can enjoy. You know, we invent the
0: tools and then the tools invent us. And then we become slaves to the tools because we have to keep inventing things when, that, when the tools need efficiencies and uh, alterations and augmentations. We, we just keep, it, we keep inventing tools to keep us trapped in a world of tools, and then the tools keep making us tools,
1: and it's, uh, everybody's a bunch of fools. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number two, top five regret of the dying. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Spending your time on something maybe that isn't that important. I remember an episode of Rick and Morty when they go to the
0: mini-verse and then they go to the teeny-verse, and Morty tells the guy, yeah, like this guy built a universe, and that guy built the universe, and you're living in it. And He's like, so this is all just some, like, game to power some battery in in this guy's car? My whole world is fake. Like, I spent time working on this project instead of my father that was dying. It's like, yeah, like, we
1: have to spend our time with the people that we love and doing things that we love. (laughs) Or not. I, I'm a firm believer, in, in this is why we're here. This is why we're here, to spend time with each other, spend time with the people
0: that we love and that love us. All the most magical moments that I have in my memory are spending time with people, not working, not living for somebody else.
1: Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. This is a big one. Don't go to the grave bottled up. Let it out. Let it out. By you letting your emotions out, you give others
0: permission to do the same. and it spreads, and it gets
1: normalized. Sacred Sons is normalizing what it means to be a man. Normalizing healthy masculinity. Men crying, men hugging each other. Men loving each other. Saying, I love you, brother. We're doing that. Because it's needed. It's time. It's time. We've spent far too much time not truly being ourselves. And why are we here? Doesn't make any sense. A lot of stuff that's not yours. There's a lot of stuff that's not mine.
0: We're products of our environment. Our environment wants to keep us separate, isolated, dependent on larger entities and systems behind screens, disconnected but connected but so disconnected, lacking empathy, lacking detection of pheromones and the mere proximity effect and mirror neurons and the vibe, The, the reality of being in the moment, physical 3D space with other people.
1: That's the new internet as far as I'm concerned. That's the new thing. I dread, personally, I dread life in the metaverse. That doesn't seem,
0: my soul does not get lit up about that. My soul gets lit up about knowing that I can show up and be the totality that I am and be held and received and seen in all the ways that I am. Around a fire,
1: under the stars, in nature, singing, dancing, swimming in a river. Listening. Just listening to the birds, to the insects, to the wind. And we've talked about this in the show plenty of times. Many people talk about it and it's
0: it truly is what it is, though. It's we have uh cut a limb off of our body by being so disconnected
1: from a a truly wild natural environment. No shrubs, no bushes, no pruning, no weeding, no this way, that way, no
0: packed parking lot of hikers looking to collect pieces of nature to showcase on digital media. Nature is not some other ornamental tourist attraction. Nature is us,
1: and we are suffering because we're not living in balance with it. We have to express our feelings. Our feelings are not wrong. Your feelings can't be wrong. Because they're yours. And no one else's. You're welcome to express them. Express them on this show. For the eight people that are going to come on,
0: tell me why you want to come on and help build a bridge to another project, to another destination.
1: Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you think. It's all welcome. There's no judgment. We are perfectly imperfect. We are organized chaos. We are nature.
0: I love this Ram Dass bit where he says, like, you know, when, when the fall comes and a tree turns brown, we don't get anxiety over that and start spray
1: painting it green. No, go back to how you were. No. Let's go through the seasons together. Let's be human. All feelings are welcome.
0: Top five regrets of the dying. That was number three. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. You know, they did a study uh, in uh, I forgot this book. I think it's called "The Blue Zones." Uh, it might be another one, though. Um, but they found that the people that live the longest are the people that live with tight-knit bonds of friends, family, community, that are engaged in community, that, you know, have a good diet as well. And, but it, this is not living is not a solo.
1: It's not a solo. We're a jam band. Humanity is a jam band and you got to jam with, with, with people you love. If you love them, if you enjoy their company, be with them.
0: Don't say, no, no, I don't want to go. I got to get up. I got to get dressed. I got to, I'm just going to stay in and watch this like cookie-cutter, corporate-made,
1: Netflix, blockbuster. Go. Be with them. Number five, top five regrets of the dying. I wish I had let myself
0: be happier. Well, I think if we engage in all these things that we, we will be happier. These will be living a life true to ourselves. We won't be working so hard. We'll be expressing our feelings and being received for
1: that. We'll be staying in touch with our friends, and we'll be happier. Don't listen to anybody that tells you that life isn't about being happy. Why not? We get to decide. Do we not? Do we not get to decide? I think we do, because we're the ones that are doing this. Aren't we? And if we're not, let's find out and make a decision on that. So help me make some decisions. Help this podcast,
0: you know, be put out on a funeral pyre,
1: ignited into flames by an arrow, and sent down the Ganges. Mycadelic is over. A new project will emerge.
0: It'll be on this feed. I'm not going to launch a new podcast. I'm simply rebranding something that won't be Mycadelic. I release that sigil, and I'm calling in something, something else. And I'm calling in you to help me build that something else. So whoever you are, I mean, I have some guesses in my mind of people that have been listening to the show for a long time. I have some guesses in my mind of who might show up, who might want to participate. But anybody, if you feel the call to help build a bridge to something else, send me an email, micadelicpod at gmail.com. Micadelic, M-I-K-E-A-D-E-L-I-C-P-O-D at gmail.com. Mikeadelic,
1: M-I-K-E-A-D-E-L-I-C-P-O-D at gmail.com. Not on Instagram. Don't send me a DM on Instagram. I'm not really on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook ever, really, just to check, I don't know, events or something. Marketplace. But I won't, I won't see it. So send me an email. In the subject line, just write eight. And yeah, just, just tell me briefly. In like a paragraph, why you'd like to be to be on, and what you're thinking of, and I'll I'll pick uh, I'll pick eight people, and we'll we'll build this bridge together to try and offer something to the world that will be really useful that will be really true that will be really authentic
0: whatever that is i'm merely a conduit for that i'm just i'm just you just doing this it's just what do we what can we share who do we want to talk to what do we want to put out what needs to be
1: out there what isn't out there right now what isn't being talked about let's let's look at it let's take a look at it and uh, so, really, everything will will
0: uh, remain as it's remained until we get the uh, the eight people, and then once we get the eight people, I'll put out uh, all those podcasts, and we'll see where we'll see where it
1: goes throughout the interview of the eight Inf- Infinity Eight. Yeah, I'm really grateful that I got to do this. I'm really, really grateful that I get
0: to do this. I'm really grateful that early on in my podcasting career that I got to talk to the kinds of people that I got to talk to
1: who a lot of them have gone on to do really amazing things. I got to talk to one of my favorite authors or at least from one of my favorite books.
0: Confessions of an Economic Hitman, became friends with, with some authors, some people, other podcasters. It's really been a, a wonderful experience.
1: And I plan to keep this experience going. And I also am not pushing it to be anything. No, no, like, what... What, what, what is the, you know, we got to have an
0: hour show and we got to do this and we got to do that, whatever it is. Like something will emerge that will feel right and, and will be a prayer, will be a service, will be a meditation that others can join in and participate in,
1: an investigation of ourselves and our, and our time and our time here and now. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about this. You know, I've, I've kicked around a couple of
0: names I'm thinking about for the next show or whatever it is. But I also want to know from you. So mycadelicpod at gmail.com, eight people. Get in touch with me. Let me know
1: why you want to do this with me. And we're going to build a bridge to infinity. Yeah, I would say that a lot of what I've spoke to and the manner in which I've spoke about it on this podcast feels really present, true, alive, aligned. And there's, uh, and there's more. How can, uh, how can we serve? How can we show up and speak in such a way That there's no question, why is this guy speaking? Why am I speaking? Even if it's unconscious, what's the value here? So I'm I'm sitting with it, I'm working with it, and I want to work with it
0: with you. I love you all tremendously. I love every... Single soul that has listened to this show and enjoyed it, got
1: something out of it. Thank you. Incredible six years, incredible time from New York City to Peru to Denver, from
0: amazing guests and amazing listeners, amazing fans, amazing patrons, amazing sponsors, amazing times traveling and made so many friends doing this and I look forward to continuing those friendships and, and building even new ones and, and reaching more
1: people with, with a clear clear vision, clear path. We're, we're in a crisis. We are in a crisis and we can enjoy it and we can have fun and we can laugh because this part of the journey as we're walking each other home is particularly challenging.
0: So I need some hands on deck to say, hey, did you ever notice that? Did you, did you look at that? Did you see that?
1: Watch out up ahead. The cliff drops off. The trail goes up this way. Oh, thank you. We watch out for each other. That's, uh, that's a kind of community that I want to build. That's the kind of thing that I want to be a
0: part of. That's the kind of thing that I am doing. Um, you know, big shout out to Sacred
1: Sons for inviting me into leadership. It's, uh, it's, been, it's changed my life.
0: In a lot of ways, it's been like the missing piece that I've been looking for all this time. Didn't realize it, didn't know. Now I know.
1: We just led an amazing experience last week in Denver, 24 men. Beautiful. It absolutely beautiful. We got loud. We got aggressive. We got physical. We opened up, cried, we laughed,
0: made a lot of great connections. We just had our integration call. We've got many more events coming up, many more projects and A lot of the work that I'll be doing will be stepping more into that domain with one-on-one coaching services and with group experiences, with cohorts of of men and with co-ed things with with my partner, with my fiancé. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's really fulfilling. I think that uh,
1: I've had a lot of different kinds of experiences in my life and I've participated in many different things
0: but one of the things that i just don't it just doesn't compare it's just it's there's no greater feeling than helping being of service and helping in in any way even if it's just wow i never thought about it that way before that
1: kind of opened my perspective a little bit or if it's really deep digging that getting that tap root out that core whatever it is, to create space for the new thing. Well, yeah, my my cousin texted me a quote
0: from St. Augustine. He said, "You You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you.
1: I really like that because to me, yeah, it just seems to be the,
0: the predicament of our time. Always searching out out there. Jeff Bezos building a rocket, going to space. We're all going to space. Everybody's going to space, space, space. Meanwhile, the thing that's right here, right in front of us, that is a gift, is just um, in, in disarray
1: and in, in weeping and dying and crying. Our planet, our people. The life here,
0: we all have a tendency to look beyond. We want it to be further out,
1: more complex, more of a riddle or a mystery, more glamorous or grand.
0: And a lot of the times what we're looking for is right in front of us, so close
1: that we miss it. It can't be that close. It can't be that. It has to be further out. Reminds me of this little, like, parable, I guess you could say, is where the creators of
0: the universe are all getting together, deciding where they're going to hide the soul of man, the soul of humankind, and, uh, you know, they're like, oh, hide it on top of a mountain, they'll never find it there, and he's like, no, someone will go, and they'll they'll climb, and they'll get it, and they'll, then more people will come, and they'll take pictures, and oh, what if you hit it at the bottom of the sea? And oh, no, we can't do that because they'll invent some kind of contraption device. They'll figure out a way to breathe underwater. They'll go down there and they'll get it and they'll bring it back and put it in a museum and people will come and stand in front of it and take pictures and post it on their social media and say, look, I found the soul. I'm here with the soul. And then one of the creators says, why don't we put it inside
1: of man himself? He'll never look there. You know, we need to start quieting things down and looking. Yeah. Looking at what we have and looking at what's here. And the majority of the,
0: the mass societal world is noisy, chaotic,
1: loud, bright colors and sounds and. Chaotic and swirling and
0: saturating and overstimulating and over dopamining
1: and over serotonin. <laughs> it's too much. And we're going mad. And that's sad. But I'm glad that you had... listen to this episode. And, and we can do something about it. We can do something. We can change. That is my hope. And we can learn also to embrace it for what it is. Do the best that we can. And not put so much pressure on ourselves. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy it all. Enjoy it. So
0: I want to talk about these things. I want to talk about my experiences, what I've learned over a decade of inner work and psychedelic work and ketamine assisted psychotherapy and mushroom ceremonies and ayahuasca ceremonies and float tank experiences and meditation and men's work and being in relationship and just the experience of life, what I've read and what I've learned and how I, how I live
1: is an evolving process and I want to go on that journey and invite others in. Say it's okay. It's like, okay. We're all going to be okay and we're getting through this together. So psychedelic feels right. Doesn't feel any other way other than right. It served its
0: place in time, it served me well. Hopefully, it served you well.
1: Hopefully, it served the guests that came on the show well. I feel like it did. And yeah, on to the next thing. Pretty excited about it. So, eight people I will be choosing. Send me your
0: requests to be on the show. Eight episodes will be the bridge to infinity to the next thing.
1: Whatever that next thing is. We're going to figure it out together. I want to hear from you. What is needed? What is needed? What is desired? Thank you to everybody again. I love you all. There will be no more psychedelic episodes after the 8 people that build the bridge. Then new things. Much love. Peace.